0: Amanda and I'm here with my very lovely mother, sitting across the table from me. Hi, I'm Jeanette. Today we are going to be d- talking about what we miss from old Disney. So what is old Disney? Old Disney is kind of things that used to be in Disney that are basically no longer there. <laughs> so just mm. things that we used to really like that have been retired, they've been changed, they closed down, whatever it may be. So now it's no longer there. And we just kind of miss it. So that's not to say that we don't love all the new things obviously going on at Disney, but just to reminisce and think about all of, all of the stuff that went on in old Disney. All right, so we're going to count down from ten. So what is in your number ten? My
1: tenth one was. A studio backlot tour in um, oh, okay. Hollywood yeah. Studios mm-hmm. because like I said I'm not a big fan of Star Wars so back then when we used to go to Hollywood Studios the Hollywood Studios tour was actually very interesting going through the movies going through the backlots doing the, the you see the, a lot of the, the costumes effects. and
0: stuff too yes
1: I really liked that part I that's the part of Hollywood Studios I loved so that was one of the things that I miss yeah they used to do with that big water thing too so you see yes. in like the stadium then they like right see how the they do the, yeah through. like how the yeah. crashing of the thing exploding and the, the stuff and it was a uh, it It was just a really nice little thing to do in Hollywood Studios. Yeah, for sure.
0: I will say, if if I don't have what my mom is saying on my list, then I'll give some commentary on it. If I do, then I'm not going to say anything, because then I'll get to it on my list. Okay. I will say Backlot Tour was not on my list. Not on list. I do miss the Backlot Tour. I did think it was really fun. It was Mm -hmm. really cool. But it was never a favorite, if I'm being honest. I just really liked it, I guess, I suppose. And if it was still there, we would probably go on it every time we were in Hollywood studios, because it was quite interesting. I almost feel like I wish it was more, though. Like I wish you got to see more costumes, like more things of how they made the movies. Yes, like I that's, feel like that's the part I
1: really like. I feel like yeah. it could have
0: been more and that mm-hmm. it was just a very surface level. So that's kind of why I didn't have it on my list. And my number 10, this is one that I would say I wasn't going to put on my list, but I decided to because I know my brother really liked this. So I know my brother listens to the podcast sometimes, but it is Disney Quest. So Oh,
1: okay. I forgot yeah, about that because so I didn't really do anything except Disney sick.
0: Quest was a chain of indoor interactive theme parks. It opened on June 19th in 1998 and it closed July 2nd, 2017. So it was open for quite some time. And my brother was so sad when it closed because he really loved Disney Quest. So all right, I'm going to read this directly from Wikipedia. The Disney Quest project was designed as a way for the Disney brand to reach populations that may not have had the chance to travel to its various theme park destinations. It was meant to target large cities and urban areas. Had the project continued, Disney would have had plans to construct locations in many major cities in the US like Philadelphia and Baltimore. However, only two locations were built, the one in Walt Disney World and a much shorter lived one in Chicago. I thought that was interesting. I did not know they were know. supposed to
1: expand right. <laughs> so, didn't even know I just thought it was a place to go play the games yeah and it was stuff. basically
0: a lot of fun like interactive games that you'd mm-hmm. play indoors it had like they're all Disney themed mm-hmm. type of games it had the thing where you could like build a roller coaster and like ride your own roller coaster right. my brother loved it he had so much fun doing it I liked it I wasn't like the biggest fan mm-hmm. of it but I did think it was very fun and I did think the experience of Disney Quest was unique in mm-hmm. that sense so because of that I did want to put on my list because there I don't think there's anything else really around in present day no. like It was kind of like a glorified arcade, but it wasn't arcade games. It was like these very interactive games that you would play. Right. That to this day, I have never really seen games similar to that. No, there was. It was the game show
1: game that you went up and played, like the game show. And I know there was something on a raft that we did. I mean, it was just like I did some of the stuff. I didn't do all of the stuff. A lot of times I sat and just hung out and waited and whatever. But one of the times when we were there, I I had to be there. And it was just that kind of place. I think it, it was a great place with family with kids. Yeah. Because it was a place where they did have food and some drink that you could get and sit and a parent could go sit and the kids could be in that complex and not go out and and they you know you could feel safe that they were playing the games and you wouldn't have to be right on top of them Mm
0: -hmm. yeah i would say too that the thing i didn't really like about it that because it was all indoors there's like no windows in there so it really was like the casino it was like the casino for kids you know there's no windows (laughs) there's no clocks uh, it's like no windows and no
1: doors yeah it's kind of (laughs) creepy to a certain extent and even (laughs) (laughs) when i was a
0: kid i was like this is weird okay (laughs) yeah you're right that was was, i think part of the
1: reason why i didn't yeah you came back out to the sunshine and went, oh. Yeah.
0: I don't really like going to places <laughs> okay. where, like, there you don't see a window, window for the whole time, time you're there. It's yeah. a bit weird. So I don't know. But Disney Quest okay. was fun, though, back in the day. So, okay. Right, what's your number nine?
1: My number nine, you don't even know what this is the yeah. Skyway.
0: Yeah. I do I, know what it is, okay. but I never experienced I it. I am
1: old enough to remember getting in those little cars and riding over and seeing everything. I mean, to us, it's like going on the People Mover now where yeah. you can sit up there and so see all
0: the skyway was in Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. and it was kind of like, I don't know how to describe it. It was kind of like the People Mover, but you're sitting in little it kind of like the it, skyliner, was buckets. Right? it was like
1: little buckets that went on a cable this that went, thing it
0: was like the skyliner so it's yes like, but on yes magic kingdom. only way yeah. open
1: it was not like closed yeah. in like the skyliner it was not built like the skyliner it was this little thing that turned around on one side or the other went over magic kingdom it was just it was and at that time you know there wasn't all the restrictions and the things i am sorry I, I realized that amanda did some history on hers. i didn't realize i i didn't no, even do okay. any history on mine so i can't give you dates of when it opened when it closed i just remember that i did i was on it and it was so cool Mm-hmm. to go across i know i wish i could have seen that, and be above that everybody yeah. it, and it was all open so like yeah. it's like being on a on a ferry. you could like
0: just like look out and just yes like you just you know you're just sitting there you. leaning yeah. against it. it
1: had a bar i mean obviously um these days i guess <laughs> there was like, some safety <laughs> yeah i guess these days because of what people have been doing i guess you can't trust yeah, anybody but back then days. people just got on and followed the rules and sat back and mm-hmm. just enjoyed it so that was my number nine yeah. No, yeah. Obviously, don't have that on my
0: list because I never experienced it. Right, you never that, experienced it. Right. I have seen photos of it in like the history mm-hmm. of Disney stuff, and it did look really fun. To yeah, do, it was fun. So. Right, in my number nine, I have Spoodles. <laughs> so oh, Spoodles. Spoodles was a restaurant along the boardwalk. It opened on July first, nineteen ninety-six, and it closed August first, two thousand nine. It was kind of a Mediterranean Italian type of, yeah. of restaurant. Mm-hmm. It was very popular at the time. It was mm-hmm. a lot of people were very sad when it closed because then it was followed by Cuisina. I don't know if I'm saying
1: yeah. that. Right. Yes, yeah, so
0: it was like a Greek. Yeah, Cuisina was also Mediterranean. The Mediterranean, mm-hmm. but more with a Greek. a Greek focus on it rather than Italian focus. Yeah. And the Cusina was not a fan favorite. People no, didn't really did it did not
1: last very long. So
0: now opened instead of Cusina is Trattoria al Forno, which we went back to the Mediterranean still, but focused again on Italian mm-hmm. food. So kind of went back I to I think the food Italian. is good.
1: We have not eaten dinner there. We've only eaten breakfast there. No, we've
0: done breakfast, and I don't think we've ever... I, I don't think eaten we have dinner ate there.
1: dinner there. I'm trying to think. I don't... The breakfast is
0: good. I like breakfast Breakfast is good.
1: I, from what I hear, I don't think it's gotten... It's not... The, the food is not as good as what um, the first one was was spoodles. Yeah. But it is it, people like it and yeah. we like it for breakfast. So yeah, yeah.
0: So I my distinct memories of spoodles that back in the day when I was a child you used to be able to get the Mickey shaped pasta yeah. in the restaurant in the restaurant. Then for a few years, they kind of did not do the Mickey shaped mm-hmm. pasta in restaurants like the kids menu. I think now some restaurants are bringing it back. They're going back. Yeah. But I remember in spoodles going there and we had dinner had Mickey shaped pasta, we ordered dessert. But then I remember because it's my birthday, my parents had told them it was my birthday. And I know a lot of people hate when the restaurant sings do you for your birthday. Well, you would have hated this y'all because they had the whole restaurant sing happy birthday to me not just like the wait staff they had the whole <laughs> restaurant like stop their eating and sing happy birthday <laughs> to me i was like yeah, such a sexual small child too that <laughs> was actually so fun though they like turned the lights down too yeah, i'm pretty sure yeah, like it was it a whole a big thing. production they really yeah, did and they gave me this huge cupcake with a candle and everything but that's why i wanted on this list because i distinctly remember that and it was okay. so crazy that it's like the whole restaurant lights dimmed <laughs> and it's like can you imagine they did that for every birthday that they had yeah, <laughs> it's like definitely. yeah kind of dramatic for just one one person's one, birthday one birthday but but they did it I up. I do remember that, and yeah. I, even at the time when I was a kid, that was my favorite restaurant, which is crazy. So I, you know that happened at my favorite restaurant. But right. um, yeah, now most people would hate being sung happy birthday. Too. Yeah, we don't do anything.
1: Um, as, I don't even want to know when it's. Yeah, my even birthday me, it's like kind of it's awkward right. when yeah. they
0: sing it, especially when you're an adult.
1: It's kind yeah, of yeah. When you're an adult, adult but, you don't but, want anybody doing that. Um, but as a kid, it was you know. But it was
0: so exciting though. So I do yeah. remember that. I did love Spoodles So R.I.P. Spoodles
1: Just a little other memory about your birthday, if you remember being in the Mexican pavilion. Yeah, <laughs> in Mexico too. We see. We tended just the We tended to go at that time of year. We went a lot during the Easter break. They made you a little hat out of the napkin and everything yeah. <laughs> you put it on so your head and feeling sang happy. I was embarrassed on that
0: one because I'm a little bit older when we did Mexico, yeah. but that was just the waitstaff. staff. They didn't have the whole Mexican no, pavilion. The Wait Staff,
1: and staff came and sang and they, <laughs> they sang it part in um you know yeah, Spanish, it Spanish and part yeah. in 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 English so it was and they made her a hat out of the napkin and stuff. She was not happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, what is in your number eight? Oh my number eight. Okay we have to find my number eight is Mailstorm. Mailstorm, Okay. The Mailstorm in Norway. It was fun. It was a cute little ride. You went through it did what it did. It was fun. It was exciting the first especially the first time you go on when it went backwards and went down the hill and the, the troll came up and stuff. And I actually even like sitting to watch the movie. A lot of you'll see that at the end of that ride, a lot of people used to walk right through the, the <laughs> auditorium <laughs> and keep on going. Once yeah. or twice we did that when we were in a hurry. But actually I loved sitting there and actually seeing the, the movie about uh, about yeah, Finland like how they, and how they build the Yes, how, the how they large built up and the different and cultures about how it's like, you know, all the modern and the business and then the rest of it that's all that quaint little, you know, life that people still have. And I actually enjoyed sitting there and watching watching that movie so I miss that ride I miss going on the ride and going through and yeah, relaxing sure. and, and seeing that
0: yeah for sure all right, in my number 8 I have Food Rocks so oh, Food okay. Rocks was a show that used to be in the land in Epcot mm-hmm. it opened on March 26, 1994 and closed January 3rd 2004 in order for Soarin' to be built it was called A Musical Stage Show with Animatronic Figures and again this is directly from Wikipedia I'm not going to link all this because I kid you not just google the Wikipedia and this is just copy and paste from Wikipedia Right. the show is themed as a benefit concert for Good Nutrition hosted by food rapper who is a voice by real life rapper Tone Lock. However, that show was continually interrupted by The Excess, a junk food, heavy metal band that detests nutrition. And in the end, The Excess lost power as rapper explained. No power. You guys have been unplugged. There's plenty of foods out there that are good to eat. But remember, always eat in moderation. <laughs> so I just thought this show was so much fun. It played a lot of like classic was, rock hits. Yes, classic rock. But like with like food themes on top of it. Like they changed the lyrics to be food themes. Right. And I just remember when I was a kid, I loved it. I thought it was so fun. I thought it was so funny. I remember too, sitting in the audience, eating like a big lollipop and being like, like <laughs> like junk food's bad for you. As I'm like eating this gigantic like rainbow lollipop and being like, well, you know. Too bad. <laughs> it kind of turns you off from junk food to a certain extent, but you know, but I just remember the, the show being a lot of fun though. I oh, always sure. really liked it. So Seven? Yeah, what's your My number seven.
1: seven? Uh circle of life show in oh, the land. Oh, okay, yeah. I miss that. Yeah. Um, it was a funny little show about Timon, Timon and Pumbaa who they want to build this village and they want to block the water coming down the river. Well, Timon
0: really wants to build, Timon the wants to build this along. you know he's all jumping yeah, all over like the condo place kind of apartments we're
1: gonna have this 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 and this but in order to do that they would have to block the river coming down river and you know poomba's kind of you know telling him well, i don't I know that get... simba comes in and says right. simba yeah. comes in and says how could you do that look at this and he shows them everything i have to say it's a cute little show show is great i gotta tell you what i miss the beginning and the end yeah. because they sweep over just that view of the animals and the thing and at the end they sweep through again and show all the animals the beat you know the wildebeest running or the giraffes it's like um it's like almost being on soaring but sitting still yeah of doing it and it's on the it's not in a big 3d but and at the end it just hits and it just circle of life and they just mm-hmm. that noise at the end that whatever that that, that like um, booming sound yes yeah. whatever that sound was at the end when they stopped it was like it was just to me it was like oh Oh my god and like I said again because it was came out right after my father died and he always wanted to be on a safari all I could think of the first time I ever saw it was my father would die to see this because it was so close mm-hmm. so people like me who are never going to Africa get to see that so up close and that I miss it no circle of life was really
0: good it was replaced by another show about like the planet and planet it's conservation okay. yeah we watched it it's mm-hmm. very much for I mean like I don't say this as a judgment I just say it as a fact it's very much for children I would yes. say like when you watch it the way the language how Speak in it. It's like, oh, this is for children to understand yes, what very you know, college Earth minded. conservation yes. is important. So, so, yeah, so we don't watch the new show. It's not bad, but yeah, it's not yeah,
1: my favorite it's Okay. Though.
0: In my number seven, I have the El Río del Tiempo, which was the River of Time boat ride that was previously part of the Mexico Pavilion. It has now been replaced by the Grand Fiesta. Tour oh, you like the old the three one, yeah. So, this ride was open from 1982 to 2007. Again, the ride is still there. It is essentially the same. Same, really yes. Yeah, I didn't even
1: think of that because to me, the ride is still there. They just changed it a little. Yeah,
0: bit. it is essentially the same very little has changed about it. Instead, mm-hmm. now it's just hosted by the Three cabinetos. Right. Whereas before it had a little bit more of like the ancient Mexico theme to yes. it. Now it has kind of like the more cartoony fun theme. Yes. But you still see all the same things. Like you still see the woman on the boats with the flowers. Like right. you still see, you know, the sites that are in Mexico. You you, you know, you still see like all, all the, the same things right. are kind of still they there. They just changed. There's a slightly yeah. different overlay. That's why I didn't think of it. Yeah. Yeah, but I did love that ride when I was a kid. Like in 2007, that was like my whole childhood was going on that ride, yes. you know? And, you know, before too, when you kind of get to the end the ride, there was these three screens that would have like these three sales people, I guess you call them, and trying <laughs> to sell you stuff and all, in front of them would be all this like, all this like, like well, Mexico,
1: like, just right. like, like, you know, just like random stuff that they're like, they wares, but it wasn't like, right. I've been to Mexico. Yeah. A man has not been to Mexico. I've been to Mexico and a lot of their wares are all of that touristy stuff. Yeah. It was like you all know, the, the blankets touristy, yeah. and the, the sombreros like the and, and the little maracas like, yeah, and like the, like the paper flowers yeah. and yeah, you know, stuff that is like the touristy little things that you say, okay. That's not the real stuff. The real stuff is their jewelry and their yeah. pottery and their they're things
0: that are actually part of their yes. culture, not like yeah. the touristy junk that right. It's touristy because junk. They like oh, this is clothes. a stereotypical yeah, stuff with the little
1: sequins on them and stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: But I remember that scene a lot, and I always <coughs> loved that
1: scene because I thought it was always really fun. As you're riding along, they're running along with you. Yeah. yeah, and
0: then yeah, that that is not taken away. Instead, now it's a scene with like Donald Duck. You know, it's just a little bit different as yeah. all, but it's still fun. Obviously, I still love the Grand Fiesta Tour. Yeah, they're we still favorites. do it all the time. But um, yeah, I do. I did love the El Rio del Tiempo.
1: Okay,
0: what is your number six?
1: My Little Mermaid in Hollywood Studios the Little oh, Mermaid show. Yeah, yeah show I actually because lo- we love Little Mermaid and I've always loved the Caribbean theme so going in there and sitting in there and they, when they used to make you the Little Mermaid show anybody who's been there knows that they make you feel like you're under the sea and the way they, they do things on the ceiling and around the walls and how it's painted and how it's done and some of it is you know like the, 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 the picture and some of it is actually yeah. the stage I love the, the Ursula stage.
0: puppet that they have they yes have it comes out Ursula on the stage Yes, amazing so they
1: mixed in the the actual movie with the the. It, it, I just loved it. It was just a great place, especially Hollywood Studios tends to be a very hot, very, um, uh, not like very breezy park. So um, it's a lot of stone, a lot of stuff that's not very tropical, not very thing. And you go into, you went into the show and you sat down and it was cool and it was refreshing and you got to see all the Little Mermaid stuff and mm-hmm. listen to Sebastian talk, which I love to do. <laughs> so I miss that ride. Yeah, no, I do love that
0: show. Mm-hmm. I so, wonder if they'll ever reopen it because it's technically still there. It's been closed like, for a while. And yeah, like the outdoor facade is still there, yeah. but it just is not reopened especially yeah. since after covid but i did love it a lot mm-hmm. i feel like they may have to redo the theater or something because the Maybe. theater was real old it was like, old you sit but in those yeah. seats and it's like oh this is a well-loved seat yes <laughs> so, but the show was amazing and i remember yeah just the poor unfortunate souls with that huge ursula puppet was just incredible i love right. that one so much um that was not on my list but i did like that show yeah. a lot and what we're on six right mm-hmm. and my number six that's where i have Mailstorm. Okay. i also was a huge fan of Mailstorm. as well it opened on july 5th 1988 and it closed october 5th 2014 in order for frozen ever after to replace it I do like Frozen Never yeah, after I, do I know too. some people love mm-hmm. Frozen ever after mm-hmm. it's okay I think the problem with me is that as much as I love Frozen Frozen is not my favorite Disney movie Elsa and Anna are not my favorite Disney princesses and that's just you know the the way it goes you know if we all have our favorites when that one is just not it so because of that Frozen the Frozen ride is just not my favorite you know, you know just what just what happens mm. originally Maelstrom was actually going to be called Sea Venture and everything was set for it to be called Sea Venture and then apparently like last minute it got changed to Maelstrom which Maelstorm. I thought was interesting which well, I thought
1: it was good because it really did encompass yeah you know. And
0: I just loved the ride too. I thought it was so fun. I thought it was really interesting. That is really what sparked my love for Norway. Mm-hmm. It's like even now, my present day, I've always said like Norway is one. Of my I know because they make you want to go. The
1: movie one made you want to go there.
0: Yeah, and the ride too itself. Mm-hmm. Just seeing like all the things like in Norway, I loved seeing it. I remember specifically like you know this part when you go backwards. When you go backwards, all the animatronics show up, and then at one point you kind of turn, and there's this huge polar bear on its hind legs. Oh, kind right, like, seen the polar bear up
1: close. So right? it's not
0: really scary, I would say, but it was definitely no. like a little jump. It's like oh wow, look at that huge little puffin and, sitting there. Yeah. yeah. So I I do remember it and I I did love it a lot. It was so much fun. I miss it. Yeah, Yeah, I do love Maelstrom. Again, Frozen After After is great too, but yeah, I, I think I like Maelstrom a little bit better. All right, what is your number
1: five? The Millennium Parade at Epcot. Okay, yeah. That one was really fun. Because it came out at, at night, and you know, in the middle of like going through. The, usually, we get to the countries later mm-hmm. on because that's usually where we eat. That's usually where we hang out at night. And when we go through, um, and you, you're you're sort of at that point where you're waiting for the fireworks to go on, and you're kind of doing this and that. That Millennium Parade was really great. Yeah. So that parade was actually called the Tapestry of Nations. Oh, okay. That was I call it the Millennium Parade. parade. Okay, yeah. Tapestry. But of Nations. that's when it
0: came out. Was around the Millennium. I would assume it's probably on your
1: it, list it. somewhere. Yeah. So I know you probably have something on it, but so I don't have all the history of it or when it started whatever but I have to tell you that it was just really entertaining to watch. it was a short parade too it came out from the countries and went around and it wasn't a very long thing but it was very entertaining very um visual
0: yeah and I really really liked and again it. yeah that was part of the whole millennium celebration mm-hmm. going on in, right. in Epcot at the time but it was right. officially called tapestry of nations right so, so I really like right, in my number five I have the enchanted tiki room under new management <laughs> so oh, okay I don't get me wrong I love the current ancient Tiki room I love the flower song when the flowers sing that is one of my favorite songs honestly Ever, I love
1: that flower that's song so much. Funny is that they make my list. But yeah, the yeah, enchanted- that should be my number one. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. yeah.
0: The enchanted Tiki Room under new management was basically the Tiki Room, but Iago from Aladdin and Zazu from The Lion King were there, and they're basically kind of they they made like a little funny, more comedic show about it. So Iago wanted to redo the show to make the show more modern and fit like a more modern obvi- uh, audience, and Zazu and the other birds were like, no, like you can't do that. Yeah. Like you have to stick to the core. You have to think of like the, the gods, you know everything. the The show had opened in April. 5th 1998 and it then closed January 12th 2011 there was a lot of backlash for this show a lot of people did not like this show mm. which is funny because it was open for a really long time yeah, it was I mean, like it was open for over 10 years and in, in magic kingdom considering so many people generally disliked it right but I used to love it again 1998 that was you know even after I was born but my whole childhood that's the what I remembered of the tiki room mm. so when they changed it back to the original tiki room I thought the original tiki room was a bit boring I was like wait it, but it there's is. no
1: storyline mm. there's like they're just singing to you it's I very guess. pretty and very yeah but it's not as exciting as the uh, other but
0: one. then we get flower song though
1: because the flower oh, song oh yeah you like the flower with, song with, with iago too bad they couldn't put that flower song in the other one yeah okay. the f-
0: flower song is my favorite but yeah <laughs> it was just a very funny show it, it kind of brought more like disney to mm-hmm. the show in itself which is kind of ironic in a way that now more rides are adding disney characters like the three cabinetos added and they, to they took characters. it out yeah. then yeah this one yeah they, they took out the characters some people too said that they were critical of how iago was portrayed in the show of saying like how iago is a bit arrogant and rude in the show even though that's kind of how he is I in the hate movie to say too. it, but that's how
1: he is in the movie. Yeah, but say they paid did him in a very poor light, well, and I was like, I th- "Well, that's kind I, of his personality." I, but Disney changes things here, there, and everywhere, and I guess they just felt it was time.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Mm. But yeah, but I did like that show a lot, and do my miss mm-hmm. it. So, all right, what's your
1: number four? My number four was Food Rocks. Food so Rocks, you did yeah. that. <laughs> Food Rocks was so much fun because, especially you know, when you tie it, and it was fun, and of course, all the music was was my music. I mean, they changed yeah. it to have different lyrics, but it's in one of your mind, when I was
0: a kid. I didn't know that was like real music. I no, know like, that yeah. was the music for Food Rocks. Yeah, <laughs>
1: she was looking at it from that way, but I'm looking at it. You're sitting here listening to classic kind of music, and having this thing entertain you and the kids were having a great time so if the kids are having a great time and you're sitting in this theater where it's nice and cool and nice and fun and it was really just a, and it was a small theater too it wasn't a very big theater it was just very much fun so yeah. I know you went over all the details so but that was my number four yeah
0: no I did like Wood Rocks a lot and my number four I have Tarzan Rocks which is oh, okay. kind of funny they had a lot of shows with rocks in it Yeah. <laughs> you think about it like this yeah. thing rocks so Tarzan Rocks replaced Journey Into the Jungle Book it opened on July 9th 1999 and then it closed January 21st 2006 And has now been replaced By Finding Nemo the musical So that's what's currently In that theater yeah. Tarzan Rocks was such a fun show oh, It God, had it a lot of like Acrobatics oh. Yeah a lot of acrobatics In the show in itself And that's why I think I liked it Because that's kind mm-hmm. of why I like the current Festival of the Lion okay. King There's a lot of acrobatics In that show And Tarzan had the same thing I mean like of course The man swings on a rope You know it's like That takes a lot of Like upper body strength, strength. And you know core strength In order to do that right. But lots of you know The people who play the animals In that show too Were all swinging around mm-hmm. Like obviously it had all The Phil Collins music in it so it was very yeah. fun in that sense. It tells the story of Tarzan, which is just, you know, kind of a fun story. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I just remember seeing that show and just always really liked it. I We were sad when it closed mm. and I do like Finding Nemo with a musical, but I would say yeah, that one is not. The,
1: yeah, not just yeah, the one.
0: Which is kind of funny because I probably like Finding Nemo better as a movie than Tarzan, mm. but I do like the musical a lot as well, but right. I just, Tarzan, again, I just love the acrobatics in Tarzan and obviously Finding Nemo has, is more of a puppet-driven Pu- show. Right. So right, what
1: is your number three? My number three was uh, The Great Movie Ride. Oh, that's also my number three Oh, it's wow. So okay. So three. we're doing number three together yeah. now. Yeah. Um, number three is a great movie ride. Loved it. Lo- just loved everything about it. Loved going through it. Loved, you know, some of the scenes that were in it. And then my favorite... Favorite part of it was when you got to the end and they pull oh, they did, up like, and that, that montage, screen in yeah. front of you does all of the movies back from like the fifties all the way through the black and white shots, the regular shots, scenes from the movie, the favorite scenes from the movies. But just like a second, a quick second of like the most famous oh, moments and movies of each you know? movie, and, yeah. it and it was just th- so sitting there and seeing them. Your mind is moving so quickly, but your mind is at the same time. As soon as that thing flashes up, it's bringing back memories of that one second that they're showing you those clips. Mm-hmm. Y- your mind is running, in it you're seeing all these movies that remind you of disney and things that you watched Mm -hmm. and And like history yes and i just i love that ride
0: no i love the great movie Ride as well it opened on may 1st 1989 and it closed august 13th 2017 Mm -hmm. in order for mickey and minnie's runaway railway to open the attraction employed the use of audio animatronic figures practical sets live actors special effects and projections to recreate iconic scenes from 12 classic films throughout motion picture history Mm -hmm. and it really did it's like you have like a little uh, you'd have a cast member in the front that kind of Mm -hmm. like took you on, like the tour so to speak and then they had like a whole you know it was staged of course but nice. the whole thing where like they'd be kidnapped and then yes. you know <laughs> they they yeah. they would like touch the, the thing and, and the you know kind of like the Indiana yeah, Jones, Jones thing and, and they, they would go disappear back the, yeah disappear yeah and then you'd be taken over by you know the swashbuckling person and <laughs> yeah. you know but you would it, it was so immersive it was yes. so cool I loved the great movie ride mm-hmm. so much and we were all so sad to see it go yeah. but it is so hard though because I love Mickey yeah, Mouse that is literally way. my favorite ride <laughs> yes. in all of Disney World I like it can't say it's my favorite. Yeah, ride. in she a perfect world, the two of them would exist side Together. by side because yes. I do miss the Great
1: Movie Ride yes. greatly.
0: And again, I wish again in a perfect world we'd have the Mickey Minis Running Railway in a Toontown in Magic Kingdom, Kingdom, and the Great Movie Ride would have stayed. Stayed so. in
1: Hollywood Studios. That yeah. would be the best thing. But. Yeah, that
0: is that is my version of. The but like I said, world, Disney I changes
1: it. things, and you know, yeah. people people are different. People come in and going. People grow mm-hmm. up. That they age. The, yeah, the media. Sure. Everything takes its part. So. And some of
0: those movies were they were old. They're starting to become outdated. Yes. I would say. Some um, of the kids
1: were probably going through going, What is this? Yeah, they they wouldn't yeah. recognize it, so that, which is kind of crazy right. if you
0: think about that. But I'm you know, just, just right. the way it goes sometimes yeah. with life. One of my favorite scenes always was the Wizard of Oz scene because that was the one where like all of the all like the I guess like the little what do they call them? Munchkins. Not the munchkins. But when you're all in like the big car together. You're all the cars of like the kind of tour would all lead up, so it'd be multiple cars kind of in the same room together. Yeah. And it was a huge scene when you were in the Wizard of Oz room. I thought that scene was really fun. I used to be really scared of the alien scene. That
1: oh, I could pick my head way. down. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not an yeah, alien. Yeah, when I was person.
0: a kid, I used to. I, yes. I mean, like it took me until I was in my well into my mm-hmm. adult years to open my eyes finally and look at the alien mm-hmm. scenes. I used to just hide because I used to get really scared during that scene. And there was another scene too that had mummies in it as well. Yeah. I can't remember what movie. Oh, uh, was was Indiana be. Jones. No, not that and one. The a one. No, the I'm not stuff. scared of snakes though. There's another one that I can't remember. It happened right after I think the Tarzan scene actually. I don't remember now. But already a quick Wikipedia search says that the next film genre introduced are horror films as the ride vehicle goes through an ancient burial chamber full of mummies some of which have come to life. And then after that scene was the Tarzan scene. So I switched it when my mom and I were filming. But yeah, but it doesn't say what film it was. It just says like a general horror scene with mummies. But that's the scene I was talking about. But yeah, Yeah. but... I love the great movie ride though. We'll always miss it. All right, what is your number two? We're down my to the, the number last two. My number two. two was Tarzan
1: Rocks. Tarzan, yeah. Because I got mm-hmm. to tell you, when we, I love Phil Collins. I mean, yeah. the music for Tarzan is what gets me. Like you said, the movie's good, but the, the music just gets me. When we did that, the first time we went to see it, I mean, like she said, so athletic. Guys on rollerblades came out from behind us in, in four different spots of the theaters and were doing tricks on mo- rollerblades. I mean, they, it was constant. Yeah. It was constant motion. Mm-hmm. You didn't sit one minute and say, okay, we're waiting for the next scene to come in. They were just constant motion. I gave them credit because these guys were good.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: really, really enjoyed Tarzan yeah, Rocks.
0: I remember it too. It was such a good show. Yeah. And again, that's not to say the Finding Nemo musical is bad. I no, do like Finding No, not Fine different. Nemo. And like I said, There's the Lion King different. show
1: is nice too if you want to see something yeah, like that. But I got to tell you, Tarzan Rocks, I, I I just sorry they took that away. Yeah,
0: no, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, in my number two, I have the Osborne Family Spectacular of oh, Dancing Lights. yeah. So this opened in 1995 and it had its last run in, Janu- in 2016, but yeah. I would say like the the Christmas season of 2015 into 2016 Uh and it closed because that is where Galaxy's Edge currently is so so, uh, again taken directly from Wikipedia Osborne so Disney had offered for the lights because again the the Osborne family's your lights wasn't a Disney thing it was the Osborne family it started in Little Rock in Arkansas and uh, a lot of neighbors really didn't like it Mm. because they're so bright Mm. so annoying obviously so Disney had offered to bring the lights to Disney and Osborne was intrigued by the offer but initially understood that Disney wanted to put the display on Residential street in Orlando. And then what actually was being offered was to install the display on, in quotes, a residential street, a back lot section at Disney's Hollywood Studios, which was at the time Disney MGM Studios. And so, being so Osborne was a fan of the resort itself, and realizing that the display would be in the actual park, not like in an actual residential area, Osborne accepted the offer. So, in 1995, his display was moved and it was then moved on to, in quotes, it's called Residential Street as the Osborne Family Spectacular of Lights, and it became an immediate success. It was so incredible. I yeah, have never to this day seen a light show like that it was it's like you're just fully surrounded by little sparkling lights
1: <laughs> the <laughs> it's displays like the... every
0: 10 minutes there'd be Christmas music that would play so yes. you'd see all this Christmas music that would play around you so it's like you could just stand there and just admire it it was just so phenomenal when it was there
1: it's like going to like we go to all the like little Christmas things like at the zoos and the parks that put them up and you ride through or you walk through whatever take those and put them on steroids and that's yeah, what this it was it was so incredible it it's was like just, again yeah. I have
0: not seen a light show to this day, that's that is even similar yeah, to that it. Yeah, good. I apparently the Osborne family still owns all of the lights, but mm-hmm. is not currently on display anywhere in the world. Which yeah. is, I I don't know where they would no. put it. If I'm being honest, I feel yeah, like yeah. they'd have to have someone again to sponsor yes. to set it up somewhere. Right. Just electricity alone to run that show would be yes. incredible. But yeah, but I just remember that from my childhood, just like walking around and seeing it and just being so fascinated it so by cool. it, so beautiful, so amazing. And I do miss it. And I will say, I obviously I love Galaxy's Edge. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. If mm-hmm. you listen to other podcasts, you know that. And I didn't realize that originally like when they take certain things down and put other things up like where the space goes I guess mm-hmm. so it's like when I realized that, I was like oh that's where it was and like well that's really sad actually that they had to take this away but yeah but I, I do miss it I'll, I'll always think about the, the Osborne family the spectacular things like I said there's
1: so many things too that as I'm, to- I'm thinking I'm saying like, oh my god and I forgot this and I forgot that there's other things other than our 10 yeah, I mean obviously sure, yeah.
0: yeah yeah. it's hard to, to narrow it down yes. honestly all right for your, our number ones now is yours Pleasure Island
1: yes well it, now it's a tie between Tiki Birds <laughs> and Pleasure Island Pleasure because Island. You know, <laughs> in my mind, because Tiki Birds is still there, it did not dawn on me, yeah. like even with the Mexican, it did not dawn on me when I was doing this, because like I said, I don't do the research like a mantra. I sit here and go, <laughs> oh, what do you think? I I did not, it did not dawn on me that in my mind, I like the older one. I think it was more exciting. I think it had more. And it, like it, it had more of a storyline that you're watching yes. a show more, because now they just sing you a few, like four songs, yeah, which I mean, is fun. I love and it. And if, if, if you're not mistaken, when you're sitting there, some people are like, oh, okay. When they're coming out, they're like, oh, okay okay like it's like okay the, the birds are singing the flowers yeah, are like when my big partner deal.
0: saw it, he said he was almost waiting for something to happen yes he was like, what's supposed to happen i'm like Nothing. this is the show this is that the show sing to you yes. which is
1: very entertaining i yes. love all the
0: music of course right but that's the show <laughs>
1: right but the old one like i said was more there. so my it's a tie between that and pleasure island <laughs> yeah amanda obviously is too young to have yes, been, to been to pleasure island. island and as now as an adult i miss pleasure island not that i don't think that disney springs is absolutely wonderful there is a lot going on a lot to do a lot here a lot yeah. But Pleasure Island was you would go there, you would pay your fee and go in. And there were like seven, I think, six or seven clubs. I don't Like I said, I did not get the details, but there were like six <laughs> or seven clubs. They were all different themes. Like one of them was called the Adventure Club. That's mm-hmm. where I think the uh, one that we go to, the spunk, it'll come to me. But anyway, the Adventure Club. Oh, the Edison? The Edison. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. The adventure club was actually an African like private club. So they would the the characters inside were dressed like African like people on a safari in the old days with the hats and the jackets and the belts and the things and the, like when you see people the African costumes and you would be sitting at the bar and there'd be music playing. You could they had a dance floor and you could dance. You could order drinks. Okay, you had to pay for your drinks. Obviously that wasn't free. But the music's playing. You could dance. You could do it. And they'd come and sit at the bar next to you and they'd talk to you like as if you were in Africa. Mm-hmm. and you were on an old safari. Yeah, it was like an immersive experience. Yes. Then you'd yeah. go to the next place and it was a disco and they'd be playing disco music and all this kind of stuff and you know what going on. And there were some shops and there were some places to get food and places to get drinks and whatever. And every night was New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. They'd have a band on a stage at the end of the Pleasure Island. So every night a band played on that stage, a show on that stage. And at midnight, they would shoot off the fireworks. Oh, that's
0: so cool. Yeah. So I it was that.
1: midnight. They called it midnight every night. Yeah. So there was a big party, big New Year's party every night at the end of pleasure island i like that so my attitude is now i would be like i really want to go there like i really want to go back there and sit in the club and make believe i'm in africa and Mm -hmm. and, you know talking to somebody who's been on a safari or go to the disco and listen to all the tunes for the disco and you know whatever the other bar was that we went to and you know it it was just it was fun yeah and i do miss it not that i don't like pleasure island but you know being disney springs yes (laughs) well that's sorry disney springs it's really great really nice really lots of stuff, but not Pleasure Island. Pleasure Island was a one-of-a-kind kind of thing to do. No, for sure. I feel like one day we should do an episode on like more
0: deep dives into these old Disney things. Yeah. Like Maybe we could do a whole All deep the details. dive into Pleasure, Pleasure Island and
1: figure out what the clubs were yeah. and what they did. and We'll how do they, that. Yeah. Maybe
0: we'll do a whole one into like Disney Quest, for instance, because mm-hmm. there's a lot to Disney Quest, honestly, yeah. that we could really talk about. Yeah. And another one we could maybe do was the whole Millennium Celebration, because mm-hmm. that was my number one, was the Tapestry of Nations oh. Parade. I was, so I recognize, I was very young when yeah, this you came were. out. I was born in 19 19- Ninety-six, and this parade was from 1999 to 2001 <laughs> so i realized there's only like four or five, four or five when 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 out. but the fact that i remember it like i have mm-hmm. memories of these puppets that were in the parade mm-hmm. is just i think what speaks to how amazing this parade yes really they put was. a lot of
1: a lot of work into that parade yes yeah,
0: so this is taken directly again from wikipedia the tapestry of nations was a parade at the epcot theme in disney world um that ran a, around the world showcase lagoon from 1999 to 2001 and then it was rethemed to the, as the tapestry of dreams the tapestry of dreams was a same the same parade but a little bit smaller Mm. and that ran until 2003 so technically it ran until 2003 sort of the parade had a unity and world peace theme and featured a variety of large puppets and massive rotating drum units with drummers dressed like kings the puppets were designed by michael curry who also designed the puppets for the lion king on broadway and a variety of disney theme park shows the leader of the parade was the sage of time or better known as father time who was represented on a stilt walker in elaborate costume featuring alchemy symbols gold trim on a white robe featuring the Roman numerals MM for 2000, a staff and a headpiece resembling a sun with a face, and all the characters in this parade were like that. All characters walking on stilts with these mm-hmm. exquisite costumes, and uh, it was they put like like so mass. much work into it. It was so incredible, mm-hmm. and again, I just think stilt walkers are just amazing in yes. general. Oh well, yeah, they can so, go that
1: far too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and again, I just it's crazy to think this. Like Epcot used to have a parade, and, and most people don't always remember it because it was again only a few years. It, ran it was only a few years, for, and you had
1: to be there when it was on and st- stop to see it, as opposed to. Running Running to go to a ride or running yeah, to do something sure. else, yeah. And I
0: guess too, some people don't really like like masked masks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah. some people like masks are a bit creepy. You know, right. because you can't see the person's face. And it, and it was a really, more... I mean, it was always at night when it was dark. Yes, yeah. So this mm-hmm. is I didn't mention that. Yeah, it was a nighttime parade. Mm-hmm. So again, there would be a lot of lights, and stuff which made too. it even
1: more oppressive because you know, as they usually do with parades, they would lower the lights. Yeah, around it and tell everybody to be careful, obviously. But it mm-hmm. was just impressive yeah. when you saw it in the dark. So maybe
0: we'll do a whole deep dive episode into the top of how of they did that and the how costumes. they celebrated like That'd the be millennium because nice. i think mm-hmm. it is really interesting mm-hmm. and again things that you know like maybe we'll do a whole segment here on the podcast just diving into like old old things from disney or something because
1: right. there was so much
0: about I'll this parade like I said, there's so many things in this we,
1: as we're talking i'm saying to myself oh yeah i remember this yeah, i remember yeah.
0: that yeah no for sure but mm-hmm. the fact that i remember that i was only like five years mm-hmm. old when this parade was on is just crazy though but that was just how much i really it was liked cool. it um and again epcot's always been my favorite park so i mean yeah. of course my number one was gonna be something from epcot, epcot. so <laughs> Yeah, but that was our, yeah, some of the some of the top things that we missed from, I'd say old Disney, but, you know, just things that are no longer in Disney anymore. Right. They've just been upgraded or changed or, you know. What time, they are is a Disney memory. <laughs> for sure. But the number one thing I wish they would bring back, I, I do all of the great movie, right? I do think about that mm-hmm. a lot, especially when, now that we see the success of Toontown in Disneyland in California and how well the, the Mickey Minis Runner Railway fits in with that Toontown. I'm like, that's what we should have here in Florida. I um, needs
1: to talk to them and find out what they were thinking. Yeah, I know.
0: I, well, the thing is, though, they didn't know it was going to be such a success. Success. Like I realized yeah. that it's like you're, but even the theming should gamble. have been, you know, yeah, they're they're taking a gamble on something right. and they didn't know if it was going to be good or not. I would and think that
1: the, the space and the tracks that they had to just replace and do and the way that it went through is yeah that gave them something that they didn't have to completely rebuild. That's what
0: I'm saying. Yeah, they, right. it's like the space for the ride is quite large if yeah. you think about it, and obviously it took them years to build yeah. this ride, and it opened right before COVID, literally March of 2020 is when Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway know. opened. So yeah great timing. <laughs> so a lot of people did not get to enjoy it until no. the way out but yeah no i do do miss all these things honestly i really miss i wish they could all live in in tangent with each Mm -hmm. other yeah so that was all all of our 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 things we'll probably do another episode of even just maybe listing again doing deep dives okay all right so now we'll transition into some disney news we didn't have any disney news last week because this is a pre-recorded episode so some of this disney news is a bit more outdated There has also been a lot more disney news that came out last week all from the d23 expo so all of that disney news from the d23 will be in next week's podcast so sorry that that is not in this week's podcast but yeah but as like as we said we do pre-record our episodes so unfortunately when we were recording this d23 had not happened yet so all of that good stuff will be talked about next week but the first up is there is a new tiki room cup and dip bowl now by trader sam's i wanted to mention this because there's often like souvenir cup set places but not souvenir dip bowls
1: which i thought was quite unique so you're ordering dip and then they're sending it the bowl goes home with you
0: yeah you can take the little bowl with okay. you yeah so it's very cute there's a little matching set it's very okay. i thought it was interesting so okay. i was like i haven't
1: really seen the dip bowls, but yeah okay. you see
0: souvenir cups all the time so there's also a lot of new merchandise in the parks for the fall and halloween season i honestly can't even go through it all because there's so much going Mm. on right now but if you just look on any other instagram lots of new merchandise going on a lot of it's so cute though the journey of water sneak peeks are up on many of the popular disney instagram accounts and blogs it looks really fun very interactive it looks like that there'll be little signs along as you walk along to say like oh put your hand over this and then the water will shoot up Mm. or like wave your hand like this and then the water will like move Mm. around or something like that so that's why a lot of people are saying that you can really just walk through it if you want like you Mm. don't have to interact with with anything if you don't want to or you can choose to so it's kind of up to you how you want to interact with all the all the moana things all right fall into magic at disney springs has started it's basically just the fall themed decor around disney springs but they just title it fall into magic okay. not really sure why i'm sure, although they have a lot of like themed and halloween themed treats mm-hmm. right now such as the new haunted mansion cone in disney springs that look good it does look really cool oh. it's a, a, a dark purple and like lime green dole whip with like a mm-hmm. little thing on top for like the haunted mansion characters on like a black cone it like looks really cool honestly but it, disney springs is really stepping up their game because some of the coolest like treat items like that that are in disney springs Springs, which is crazy because you think it'd be in like magic kingdom Mm. but it's not yeah so a lot of a lot of fun stuff going on in disney springs and again everyone can go to disney springs you don't have to pay to go to disney springs well that's what
1: i mean like i said it's not that disney springs is bad i just missed pleasure island yeah too bad they couldn't have built it right next door (laughs)
0: and the last thing for disney news which is crazy because we just did a podcast episode on morocco a few weeks ago yeah i saw that and we were talking about marrakesh and like what they were going to do in marrakesh Uh and now the florida blue lounge is now open it the location where the restaurant Marrakesh was so it's open from 12 p.m to 6 p.m it's basically just a lot like an indoor lounge that has air, that's air conditioned you know uh, lots of chairs and tables and because it is sponsored by a very popular insurance company it has a lot of medical things in there as well so if you're getting overheated if maybe your kid's not really feeling well it's kind of like a pseudo medical tent there mm-hmm. but again you can I'm assuming you can bring food in there too and just like eat food if you want to in there or something
1: a while back remember when we went last time yeah they had something like that back there that wasn't like oh op- is this open to Everybody, this is open now. Okay, everyone, yeah. a while back, if you remember, I had to get an app that said that you had to have the app on your yes, phone. I remember that. Be yes. able to get in. We just never did it. Maybe that we was never... like a
0: soft launch or something. Yeah, like I that. I think it was because yeah.
1: now that you just mentioned this, I'm saying to myself, oh my god, that's exactly what we we had. I had the app on my phone for a while. When we got there, it just didn't fit into our schedule. We never got past there or did anything like that. And that's what that is. That must, like you said, it must have been a soft opening. Yeah, it must
0: been a soft launch to see if it's going to be yeah. successful. So yeah, so now it's just a, just an indoor lounge, mm. but it still looks the same. Like you can still see all. All the beautiful moroccan that would be cool stop and, in there okay. and things yeah i would love to just walk around just to see like right. the beauty of like the architecture the beauty, and the right. tiling and yeah, obviously it's air conditioned so it's nice you know just to get right out just of the getting sun. out of the sun yeah so yeah. i mean like again morocco is one of my favorite pavilions my cat's name is morocco right. after that billy mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah but that is just some disney news for this week again this is pre-recorded so i do apologize to some of this disney news is a bit more outdated but that uh transitioned us into our disney birthday so today the day that this podcast is coming out september 18th is launchpad mcquack's birthday so oh. happy birthday to Launchpad McQuack. McQuack. He's some ducktails. <laughs> I have seen Launchpad McQuack in Animal Kingdom before. I think you still can see him sometimes is in Animal the guy Kingdom. That, um, yeah, he he's was. He's the guy yeah.
1: that tapped her on her shoulder and said, I like your jacket. Yeah, he's
0: wearing a gold jacket, like a fully like bright Michael yeah. Kors gold jacket. And yeah, he came over and he told me he liked my jacket, which yeah. is really funny. Stop. To- um, yeah, on that's the Launchpad McQuack, though. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so happy birthday to him. And today, September 18th, is also my manager at my actual job's birthday. <laughs> so happy birthday to my manager. Well, if happy he ever birthday. Listens to this. Mm-hmm. I don't think he ever does listen no, to the no, podcast. Today's also his birthday. So, all right. And that leaves us into our Disney memory. So do you have a Disney memory? For my
1: today? Disney memory is actually about the Millennium Parade. And as a mother, it was just funny how, you know, they, when they say they have these parades, they always have these, you know, parades that come here, go there. Um, like I said, we, we'd we watch parades, but never been really a fan. And the first time we saw that, the faces on, mm-hmm. you know, you and yeah, Luke were incredible. like,
0: yeah. oh my
1: God. It was like, it was just so mesmerizing because of the colors and the whites and the gold. And the and fact
0: the- they're on stilts. So they're yes. so tall, you know, yes. so like, yeah, like right. not human as a human And as a yeah. mother,
1: it's just the best part is to see the reaction of what you saw for that parade, and that's probably what I was saying is you, like you're saying, it made such an impression on you that that's probably why, as I was watching you watch the parade, I could tell that you were doing that. Yeah. I mean, I have some pictures of watching the Magic Kingdom parades where you know I got, you, I kind of was lucky enough to get a picture of the faces of you guys yeah, as like the, the things the are coming down like really that. See, yeah. That look of oh my god, oh my yeah. god, you know, kind of thing, and that's what I remember about the parades. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this one was one of them.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. In my Disney memory, also in Epcot, this <clears> is kind of an honorable mention that didn't make my list, but I, I felt like it was a bit small to make the list, I guess. But it was that fountain in Epcot that was like that main huge fountain that mm-hmm. had all the shooting Oh, waters. the music. And every once in a while, yeah, they have like, not like, like music with singing or anything like that, but have like dramatic music in the water. To kind the of water. like to like, It'd be like kind of like a little water it's show. It was in sync. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that <clears> fountain. <throat> and we have photos in front of that fountain too. And that was one of my favorite fountains just to see, just because I love, I, I obviously feel like I do a lot of water features on this podcast i just love that fountain i really liked it and obviously that was taken down now since they're redoing that whole right like, front of epcot <clears> so it's no longer no there. longer there but that's okay though i mean like i mean like the journey of water thing is going to be right. all water themed that too, fountain so. was
1: one of those things that probably a lot of people didn't pay attention because especially when you were leaving the park people were all rushing to get out of the park yeah. and, do, and we would like kind of get there and like that's when it was dark and the lights and the water and the music and it was so much fun to watch it
0: yeah well they do it even during the day too mm-hmm. i remember just like yeah it's like not as impressive during the day it. as it is at night but, um,
1: at night it was just really impressive yeah but i did love that fountain as well so i will miss the
0: I'll rip the fountain i yeah. that whole area electric umbrella all
1: that stuff right <laughs> so. yeah that's right the little electric umbrella was a nice little place to go get a snack
0: yeah i know it's like i still it's like that's still the epcot that will be my yes. childhood you know? it's like <laughs> I still, i'm
1: walking under those triangle purple notice inventions didn't make all this either either no, one of us.
0: didn't make it i did like inventions. i feel like my brother liked inventions. yes he liked it I I more liked i think than you did yeah that's why i did disney quest because it's like oh luke would have for sure talked really about like disney that. quest but he would also for sure talked about Inventions. or like remember to
1: spend a lot of time in Remember that
0: future house in Yes, it's well, it's so not a f- funny. I know. I was like- just
1: talking about that the other day with somebody. I was like, I used to go to this future house in Disney. We thought it was like, oh,
0: I know. It's like now? This is the future. Forget that. That's yeah, like know, old right? hat. I know,
1: right? it's, <laughs> It was like quick so
0: quickly outdated. I know. It was like, wow, that's crazy. It was amazing. But I do remember that house, though. Uh-huh. And some of the games we used to play, too, in there what were fun. I yeah. did like inventions a lot. Yeah. yeah, I do miss it, though. Again, maybe we'll do whole deep dives into some of these things. Oh, God. The yeah, there's so much. Yeah. So much. <laughs> no, for sure. But thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the the podcast make sure you are following us on social media we're currently Spaceship Earth Design I will have a dedicated Instagram post for this podcast so let us know what do you miss that used to be in Disney that is no longer there or what is something that has been updated that now you're like the updated version for instance are you a huge Frozen Ever After fan and you're like nah Mael Storm was boring it's <laughs> like so I like Frozen Ever After better um let us know because I would love to hear or maybe other things that we didn't talk about that you know that used to mean Disney again there's so much that Disney has evolved over the years that you know not everything is going to make our between our top 10 list so we'll love to know make sure Sure, give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you are currently listening, because you are available on all podcast platforms. Yeah, but thanks so much for listening this week, and yeah, we'll see you all real soon. Okay, bye bye.